Couch Chats is a series of real, open, honest and raw chats with some inspiring friends and women I have had the privilege to meet along my entrepreneurial journey. So I wanted to share these casual interview chats with you all to leave you feeling empowered and inspired. I am your host, Jess Williamson, a serial entrepreneur and business coach. And today I have Rayanne all the way from Los Angeles, California, my very first international guest, which I am so excited about. And we spoke all things body positivity, her modeling career, and how she pivoted into entrepreneurialism with starting her own podcast, The Confident Collective. There are so many tips in here, including why you need to get onto TikTok right now. So let's get started. So I worked with Rayanne for a few years ago with my business, Etty Swimwear, and she's just going to join us now. And she is just such an inspirational woman. You know, she's really, um, I think she's jumping on now. Hey, how are you? Hi, I am good. How are you? (laughs) Yeah, good. Thanks. So good to see you. And um, so it's evening where you are, but we're over here in the future. It's 9am here in Perth. Well, good morning. Uh, Thank you so much for having (laughs) me. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for joining me. I was just saying, you know, I've worked with you for you know, over the past few years with Etty Swimwear and, and I've followed you, you know, over the past three or four years. And I just found you to be so inspirational. You know, I think the very first time we worked together was for our body positivity campaign and you wore one of our t-shirts and you did this amazing dance. And like till this day, it still like brings a smile to my face. You were just so full of energy, um, so positive and it was just awesome. So I just wanted to share some of that with everyone one so obviously you know you worked as a model and influencing as well in the industry so I would love to start there so how did you start all of this how did you get into modeling um, and doing the whole influencer game let us know a little bit about how that all started Yeah, so I actually went to school um, for magazine journalism and graphic design And I thought I was going to move to New York after I graduated to work for a fashion magazine because it just was like everything I wanted to do. Um, But I chickened out and I moved back in with my parents um, when I was applying for jobs. Um, I'm from Denver, Colorado. And I was applying for jobs. And while I was in college, I interned for Better Homes and Gardens magazine and got to work with a lot of bloggers and just kind of fell in love with it. And I was like, this is such a cool job. Meanwhile, at the same time, this was when Ashley Graham's very first Mm -hmm. um, ad came out in Sports Illustrated for Swimsuits for All. And it was like, honestly, groundbreaking to see a curvy woman in Sports Illustrated. And I had never even heard of curve modeling before seeing her in that. So it was kind of this like perfect storm of things that happened. And while I was applying for jobs in Denver, I decided to start a fashion blog. I literally Googled how to start a blog. And (laughs) I think we all start there, right? Google is like the way to how to start a business, to start everything. Yes. (laughs) Like we can do anything because of Google. It's amazing. Um, And at that same time, I was signed with Wilhelmina Denver. So I was 
kind of like getting into both worlds at the same time. And they both kind of just like helped each other, you know, like doing one thing was great for the other side of the the coin as well. Um, So Wilhelmina, just for everyone, Wilhelmina is kind of one of the biggest modeling agencies in America, right? Well, Wilhelmina, like a few, they have different, um, different, um, oh my gosh, what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't want to say branches. That's not the right word, but there's like Wilhelmina LA, Wilhelmina New York, different markets. So Denver was definitely like a very small market, um, like very like outdoorsy, like REI was one of like Mm. the big, the big clients. But when I moved to LA, I, you know, tried to do modeling full time and do influencing full time. And I did a little bit of both for a while, but recently I've really just fallen in love with being like an entrepreneur and, um, like digital content creator. Um, and I'm not honestly in a modeling as much anymore. Um, to be honest, I'm like, I loved it. It was great, but there are so many girls who I think are like, it's hard. That job is really hard. And I'm like, there's so many girls that are like, that is their strength. And I just kind of learned yeah. like where my strengths were and that's kind of what I'm doing now. So and it's so what did super you find hard about it or like, what were some of the challenges that came up? Because as you mentioned, you know, this was sort of around the time when Ashley Graham was just sort of coming out and and it was just becoming, you know, a bit more widely accepted because obviously we know the modelling industry is traditionally well-known for undersized models and, you know, I love that you went and saw that as an inspiration and took that that you can maybe make that change for others. But what were some of the challenges that came up with that or any um, – tough situations was there anything that you found or was it quite welcoming and no it's not well I would never use the term welcoming to describe it even in the plus size modeling world and I think of course everyone's experience is different and there are amazing people in the industry but it still has a long way to go because what what we've done is just made a bigger mold you look at the curved models that we see and they're still very proportioned flat stomach, Mm -hmm. that like hourglass shape and they still have like a very slim face like if you saw a photo of them from like here up and this is like I fall into this category and that's Mm. very limiting you you wouldn't necessarily be able to tell that they're plus size so it's just a little bit of a different mold but I mean even like in the last year we've seen that get so much better with representing like different body types and abilities as well which is so important so it's definitely a um another thing to it is that you're you know you're judged on your outwards appearance like you show up and that is your job and sometimes people speak about you more like you're just a mannequin not a person Mm, and that's like really hard emotionally so it's and how did you sort of stay positive through all that like were there any times that you just felt you know that you didn't want to do it anymore or was there any times that really shook you up or or affected you yeah there was one time where I was on set with like a dream brand amazing Mm. I'm not gonna throw anyone under the bus but it was like a dream brand a dream project and I 
well, any, the, we have wildfires here in California, as you know. And we had actually been, this was like two years ago, evacuated from the wildfires that night before. So I had got like barely any sleep. And when I don't sleep, I get horrible bags under my eyes, like dark circles. And the creative director on the shoot was like, can we do something about this girl's bags under her eyes? Like these look horrendous. Like we need to do something about this. Like talking to me, like I was like, not even, Oh, and it just made me feel like I was just like, feel like I lost all my confidence and then I just didn't Mm -hmm. want to be there. And it was definitely, um, yeah, a rough one. And that's not even, I feel like that, that terrible, but it's hard to hear people talk about you like that, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, you're not even there, but you know, everyone's human, but I think they do forget sometimes that you're not the mannequin. You are a human and you have a life outside of that. And you know, there's so much behind it. So thanks for sharing that. Um, and so, were you always, you know, when you started that blog and you started the modeling, were you always uh, wanting it to be like an advocate for body positivity and things like that? You know, when I first started, I really started blogging because I, like I said, loved all of the bloggers I had gotten to work with. But when I was looking at all these fashion bloggers, I love to follow none of them looked like me. They were all like a size mm-hmm. two, four. And you know, we all know as women, things look very different on our different body types, whether you're like smaller or, or plus size or wherever you fall. So I was like, I wonder what these things would look like on my body type. So I'm just going to start blogging about it, trying things and sharing it. But it never, ever was intentional to be body positive or, um, body neutral or whatever you want to call it. Because I was, when I first started telling people like, Oh, I'm wearing a size 12 in this or a size 14. I was like mortified that people would know how big, how big of a size I was wearing in my mind back then. So Mm. it actually helped me so much to find my confidence because I realized how many women were my size and how, normal it is to be a size, you know, US 12 or 14. It's nothing to be like ashamed of. And then it kind of just snowballed from there. Awesome. And did it help you in the fact, because I feel sometimes, sometimes when we're afraid to do something, we're afraid to put ourselves out there or, you know, we have any of these mindset blocks to chase our dreams or whatever it is. But when we put the value on how much someone else will get out of it, you know, sometimes people are scared to go live on Instagram, but if you can just help one person, right, it almost takes away a lot of that fear. Did you find that? Yeah, I think it's like, especially in this world now, we just think of like followers, followers, and we kind of forget that those are people. Mm -hmm. So even if you have a hundred followers, if you think of that, like if you're standing in front of a hundred people, that's crazy. That's a lot of people to be listening and having an impact on. So I think, yeah, just even if you're able to help one person feel better about themselves, like that is incredible. Yeah. Amazing. Now I want to switch gears a little bit. I always love watching your stories. You're seriously so entertaining. And I want to ask you, you know, how do you stay so positive? Do you have any like routines or what do you do to, you know, make sure that you can continue to show up for these people as well? 
Mm, that's a good question. Um, because it's not like, I promise I'm not always like in a good mood or like feeling amazing about things as you know, everyone goes through that. But a few things that have really helped me is when I'm not like feeling, I don't ever like force it. Like there'll be days like the past weekend, I didn't go on Instagram at all. I just wasn't like feeling like I had anything to share. I didn't have the energy. I also started going to therapy during this, um, since lockdown happened, which has been incredible. Like if you can afford to go to therapy or it's covered by insurance, like it was, it has been transformative and I think everyone should go do that. Um, and was that something that you've done before or was that more so, you know, because of the, you know, unknown that's happening at the moment or what, how did you find that? I think it was, I feel like I started suffering from like anxiety and a little depression for the first time in my life. I was like, Mm. something is not, not like, I don't feel right. Um, I, I knew I needed to prioritize my mental health and talk to somebody because I mean, everything that's has happened this year is been nuts. And I think a lot of people have, it's, I feel like for the first time in my life, I was forced to slow down and, um, confront some things that I had been sweeping under the rug as I love to do for a very long time. And I had to address those things. And, um, speaking about it in therapy was super beneficial. I also will, I think practicing gratitude is super Mm. important. So each morning I have this like five minute journal. It's like so simple and so approachable. And you just write out three things you're grateful for each morning. And that like little tiny thing I do think helps get you in that positive mindset. Yeah. And I think that's really important. I, I love gratitude whenever I feel myself getting anxious or like really overwhelmed with anything. I go back to that, even if I just say it to myself in my head, but I think it's really something everyone should be doing. I think just because just to put things in perspective, right. I think the world would be better for it. So, um, that's awesome tip. And so now I want to switch gears. So you mentioned you started off in blogging and modeling, and now you've moved into, you know, having your own podcast, The Confident Collective. So tell us more about how that came about and yeah, a bit more about all of that. Yeah, definitely. So I, um, my business partner, Christina, and I started The Confident Collective over a year ago now um, because we obviously love social media and it's been an incredible way to connect with women in our community and on all over the world. Um, but we wanted to take it deeper. We know that women are craving connection and there is a need for women to have resources and the ability to have like open conversations to be more confident, whether if it's in business or relationships. Um, I mean, it's really you need confidence in every single aspect yeah. of your life. Absolutely. So that's why we started it. And so we were doing a lot of in-person events. Um, we were, you know, going to be doing in-person workshops and stuff. Obviously we've had to pivot, but the podcast just seemed to make sense. We wanted to have a place where we could really deep dive into topics that maybe are a little taboo. Like we wanted it to be like, you're having a margarita with your girlfriends <laughs> and are like, okay, is everyone else thinking this? Like I'm thinking this and having these conversations so women can go out into their life and be more confident. 
And it's been so much fun. And I think like, you know, it's always good from a business perspective as well to just diversify and have different avenues of serving your audience. So yeah. Awesome. And so what was that journey like from idea to the events and then pivoting? Was that pivot because of COVID or did you just think we can reach more people with an online platform? Um, What sort of went through your head? Because I think a lot of people spend so much time on like business plans or like planning for every situation or waiting until they've got the perfect setup and the perfect idea. But I think it's you know, pivotal, if I can use that word in, you know, today's day and age to just kind of start something, see what the audience wants and pivot it. Because even just with this podcast that I was saying to you earlier, I started it as an IG series, but people said, can you please make it a podcast so I can listen to it while I'm cleaning, while I'm driving. And so I've also made it into a podcast because that's what people wanted, but I never imagined myself doing that. Was that similar to what you guys did as well? Yeah, definitely a little bit. We always wanted to do the podcast, um, but we kind of like just kept putting it off and it was like, coming soon, coming soon. And then finally, when, um, you know, COVID first started happening, we were like, well, we have nothing to distract us now. Let's just do it. And also it's like, no one, if you wait till everything's perfect and you know what you're doing and everything's lined up and amazing <laughs> to start something, you're never going to start something. So yeah. <laughs> it is a learning process. I think we have um, our sixth episode is going up tomorrow. So we're still just like a little baby podcast, um, but we're just learning along the way. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, on your Instagram Confident Collective, you've already got 20,000 followers. So um, yeah, that's just obviously testament that people need something like that. And so um, how have you found the journey or the feedback through that so far? It's been like even more amazing than I could have imagined because even when we talk about something like silly, like I'm trying to think like butt acne or whatever. We talk about silly things (laughs) as lighthearted as that is women connect to it. And even if we're talking about something more serious, like last week we had on um, a financial um, expert and she's all about helping women get their financial, financial stuff together. I won't swear Mm. financial stuff together and being financially free because women who are financially free, that is like a whole other level of freedom. And we got so many messages from women just saying like, thank you for opening up about this. Like I opened up that I had previously been in like quite a bit of debt and like people are scared to have those conversations. Women are scared to say that. So just being open and vulnerable makes space for other women to be open and vulnerable and then like own that and work through it to be you know, better and more abundant and just a better version of themselves. Yeah. I love that. I mean, it's, yeah, it's awesome. I love what you guys are doing. Um, We do have a question here from Michaela asking, do you have any advice from someone trying to build a platform like this? What would you say? I would say 
consistency is one really big thing. I worked, so I've been doing this for five years and I didn't start making like a profit or making it a business till just about a year ago. So that's like four years of where it feels like maybe nothing is working and you might want to give up like, oh, it's been two years. I haven't really made any Mm -hmm. money or worked with any brands. Like if you, it takes time. So patience. Also, (laughs) I will suggest get on TikTok. I don't know. Wait, you guys have TikTok there? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we do. (laughs) I know it can kind of be, you know, it was all crazy over here, but that is an incredible way where you can grow because on Instagram, I'm not going to lie. And I'm sure Jess, you know, it's hard to grow on Instagram. It's really hard. Um, And TikTok is a place where you can get super creative and basically reach like, so you have the opportunity to reach millions of people. Like I have videos that have been seen by millions of people, which is mind blowing. Um, yeah, wow. so that's one tangible tip I would say, get on there. And what tip would you give people? Because I feel like a lot of people are quite overwhelmed with it. And when it did first come out, I was guilty of this. I looked it up and I was like, I'm not doing these silly dances. I'm not, this is not my platform, but I've seen <laughs> no. how it's evolved. Like businesses are using it and you're showing styling tips and, you know, there's so many awesome ways to use it. So what tips would you give people in order to make content that, is more likely to get traction or more likely to um, be worth their time in creating because I think that's also another thing. It's not as quick as taking a photo and posting it on Instagram. Like it takes like a whole day (laughs) to make a TikTok video sometimes. So what advice would you have around that? I would say as cheesy as it sounds, stick to who you are. So of course, TikTok is like, well, I will say I downloaded TikTok like at the end of last year and would scroll forever every night because I had no idea. I was like, what is this app? This is so weird to me. I don't understand it. Like what is going on? I had to have my younger cousin teach me how to use it. I didn't even know how to do a video. I was like, I feel like an <laughs> actual grandma. Yeah. <laughs> but once I figured that out, there are a ton of trends that will go go around TikTok, but make it so it's your own. So like I always try and put like a whether it's like instead of just showing um the jackets, five jackets you need for fall. I will do like five jackets every mid-size girl needs for fall. Mm-hmm. Cause I kind of fall in that in between plus size and in between straight size. And I'll talk about yeah. why I like it as a mid-size girl and why I think it flatters like a mid-size body. So just like finding your niche and really tweaking that and just sticking to it and not trying to be like everybody else and mm-hmm. really bringing, I think, TikTok is also an incredible place to show your personality, like let your personality shine through. And um, yeah, I think, and again, just consistency and practice. Yeah. Awesome. I want to ask you, so I've seen one of your TikToks. I think you also put it on Instagram where you're walking on a rooftop maybe and your outfit's changing and you're just walking. I'm like, how the heck do you do that? (laughs) See, for those ones, you need a very patient friend who will film you (laughs) and walk, oh, sorry, and walk backwards. She was like my friend, Christina, and my business partner. She was, I was like walking 
in one outfit, she would be running backwards to get it. And then you would change and do it again. And you do that five times. So you need a very patient friend who also shares your vision and passion for creativity and just make it fun. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone needs one of those friends, right? <laughs> yes. Are you on TikTok? Do you have a TikTok? Um, I'm made an account and then I freaked out and I just didn't but I've been onto reels so I'm thinking I might dip my toe in the TikTok game again and see what it's all about I know I almost forgot about reels sorry Instagram (laughs) I like forgot that it's once you know reels TikTok and reels are the exact same thing basically so I actually find TikTok easier because it edits it to the music whereas reels you have to properly cut it to the actual spot you want it to happen it's just like it's a lot (laughs) yeah it's it's I usually just end up posting my tiktoks on reels (laughs) yeah no I think that's what everyone why not why why spend another whole day making a new one (laughs) I know I know it's too much I'm like okay we gotta do tiktok we gotta do youtube instagram I'm like do I ever (laughs) sleep jeez Louise (laughs) yeah so before before we wrap up, I want to ask you what's next? Like what is on the horizons? Is it, you know, focusing on reaching more people with the podcast? What is your goals coming up for the rest of this year and hopefully um, a bright 2021? Yes. So I, um, like I said earlier, I mean, our podcast is like our little baby. So we are just going to help that little guy flourish and grow, which I'm so excited about. We have some um, just amazing conversations. And um, I think looking ahead for 2021, I feel like... I'm like, wow, this is going to be a whole new world ahead of us. Um, I would love to hopefully in the next, this might be, I might be saying it too soon in the next year or two come out with my own um, product line. So we will see that's like very, you know, I'm just going to speak it out loud right here, manifest it to get yes. that. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. I'm excited to see that. But thank you so much for sharing so much of your journey and wisdom. And I love what you said about consistency. I was like, yes, because this is what I tell all of my clients. And I say it all the time. I'm the same, you know, I've been running my business for yeah. almost five years and in, in between done a million different things, but it's especially doing something in the fashion industry or where it's not trading time for money it does take a long time to build it up and then you're investing back into it and investing into yourself and it takes a long time but trust me it pays off so I'm so glad you said that because it's not just me saying it no I look up to you so much I mean like you're such an incredible businesswoman with all that you do I'm like you're amazing you are truly incredible I'm like dang you are keep keep it up girl because you're seriously doing amazing Oh, thank you. Well, I always get so much inspiration from you and your stories. And um, so everyone, if you're not already, make sure you jump on, find Rayanne on Instagram and TikTok as well. And yeah, we'll (laughs) stay in touch and hopefully um, sometime soon we'll be allowed out of our countries and I might even um, come visit. Oh my gosh, I would love that. Please, (laughs) hopefully soon, fingers crossed. (laughs) Yeah. I hope you have a great rest of your night. I'm just starting my day, so it's so crazy. But um, thank you again. It It was such an awesome chat, and I hope everyone got so much out of this, and I will speak to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. Bye, guys. Bye. 
That was so much fun. I hope you all got so much out of this. I would love it if you could please screenshot and share this to your Instagram stories and let me know what you think. Feel free to reach out and DM me. I would love to hear what you think. Make sure you tag myself at Williamson 8 and also Rayanne at Rayanne Langis on Instagram and have an amazing day.